Good evening. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today I'm Jimmy Bell. How are you? I'm fantastic, my friend. How are you? Good. Welcome back. I mean, I've known Jimmy for years. I mean, which, I'm going to step back for a minute and say one of the best things for me is growing up, you know, your local local hometown hero. So <laughs> seeing you get the recognition at this level now, it warms my heart, you know. Well, you know, uh, yeah, I guess uh I guess you're never too old, right? Uh, things come in different stages, you know, it's, it's throughout your life. It's I've always that. had, you know, I've always yeah. had, you know, right from the twenties, I've had some really, really crazy stuff going on, you know, right. but it was always, I've always had a lot of, um, it's hard to say. I've had a lot of doors, you know, jar open, you know, that open and then right. they would shut again, you know, so I've had a lot of those, uh, throughout my life. And that usually would, uh, discourage anybody but for me it just you know kept me right. going like crazy there's different levels of success i think you've always had levels with you know you shred neck and you've been in different bands and locally i did all kinds of things you've always been a musician but to me when i say it i mean as we talk about as these albums this is your it's like a new plateau where your songwriting is getting a, a bigger platform even probably right. more commercially and more to the rock world more people are hearing it you know to a different level that you weren't it wasn't out there like that, you know, like I, I remember you back to the, you know, back to Benzini and the, the band rooms and, and old school back in the day in the clubs. And so, you know, you know, <laughs> this is awesome to, to, to see you every day. It's like, you're on this page, you're on here, you're on stage, you're playing this rock cruise. I just love it. Um, so this is great. And yeah, and, it's and, been, you know, it's, it's been a good life. It, it, it's just one of those things where, uh, you know, if you just, you know, stick with it long enough sometimes and you really uh you know i've made tons of sacrifices i really have uh you know it's uh a very difficult business i i get asked that a lot from you know young artists uh, you know uh, can you give me any recommendations i always say uh you know yes have a backup plan definitely yeah. don't you know don't put your hopes into this you know and that's not to sound like uh, humdrum or negative by any means, but it's, you know, I came into this without a backup plan. You know, I, I just did, you know, I didn't, I came in not really having anything else to fall back on. And that's a, a terrible feeling to have. You want to definitely, if, if by chance things don't work out, you want to say, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a computer whiz or right. I'm a mechanic, or, you know, I could do this. And, at least I'll have a steady paycheck. Music, yeah. unless you're at a, a, unless you're at that level, you know, is not, you know, I'm talking like the real big artists, your Motley Cruz, your Def Leppard, right. your Van Halen, unless you're at that level, um, it's, it's never like a steady income. It, it's, it's, it's differs from uh, week to week, month to month year to year you know i've never had the same uh at the end when i'm doing my taxes i've never had right. the same income ever you know it's never you know <laughs> well i just think two things with that a it's probably true and if you want to if somebody loves money you don't want to be a musician at this point but to the same point if if, if you're you're a hard worker and if you're hard working you have the talent if you had a backup plan you get discouraged it might be easier if you had this responsibilities or, or kids or sick parents or whatever it's easy to, to go if you have backup plan but if you're a hard worker and and you're like i don't have backup plan i can't quit that kind of can help you also persevere 
Because if you got nothing else, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, you know it's what? like there do or die. That, they do that. Right. <laughs> like, there's people, I'm sure you have guys that are like, you're like, they're awesome, but they're also good at sheet metal and everything else. And they're like, you know what? I've had enough of this. But they're great musicians. They're just, so yeah. it, it, it could really depend too, you know, on how we're going to persevere. Um, but so this is really funny. So going way back from you, you know, do Joe Jet, for me, the Huns. In your first big big thing laughing from being a huns to now being an angel in, in your last video you know yeah yeah night and day right yeah it's crazy it's crazy it, yeah it's how's it like doing that because so you're getting like it twice as fast now because it's like a catch-up game for you like everyone else had their slow one band rise you're in two bands with two really good albums out at once right now in an industry that's not doing a lot of stuff yeah you know? it, it's uh the it was just so weird that the timing of all this and what was even weirder we had to uh we actually uh postponed uh because of uh uh randy's death and everything when randy passed away uh yeah we actually um had to postpone the release date of uh the autograph record originally it was supposed to be out one week after the House of Lords record, or it, or it was the other way around. Either the autograph was out first, and the House of Lords. I mean, they were that close within a week, wow. and that was going to be. And that was in September originally. I was going like, I can't believe that I'm going to have two albums coming out within a, a, a two week period. Um, but in some cases, I like this. You know, I had a, uh, I had the time now with autograph. Uh, you know, these you know, couple months. And now, uh, and now here, I mean, with House of Lords, and now right, here yeah. comes Autograph, you know? So I think it's better for focus, for focus, you know what I mean? Because the, the yeah, light can be on one at a time, and, you know? You don't want yeah, to split I mean, if I have, the good know, albums. They're both good albums, you know what I mean? You don't want to take Yeah, yeah, you want to be able to concentrate on, uh, on both. You know, the House of Lords one was uh, spectacular because uh, uh, we had a, 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 this keyboard player come aboard, Mark Mangold, and he came in with a lot of, uh, creative ideas different than when uh, uh, he wasn't on the, any of the last records uh, that I've done since I've been with the band in 2005. So it was great to have, uh, uh, you know, James always played keyboards, you know, he played, you know, because right. he's a great keyboard player, bass player, guitar player, he does everything. Uh, but it was great to have somebody that's uh, like a real serious, serious keyboard player with lots yeah. of keyboard, you know, come in and, and write, uh, particular pieces for the record so it, it was just uh uh it, it it came out really really good it's it's two different types of music too it's great it's, and, it, and they're really good in both their genres because like you know autograph is definitely a fun fun record lots of shredding lots of fast guitar really tight melodies we'll, we'll focus on that in a minute but i'll talk about house of lords it's very, much more of an epic type of music where it's very it's beautiful still soaring rock and these are similarities but they are a little different, which is fun about it. So you can, you know, it's not the same thing. You're not repeating yourself, which is right. good as, as a guitar player. You're not doing the same two albums. Well, know? yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, when I write songs um, for artists, uh, I always uh, think about the singer. The singer's the most important uh, part of, uh, to me, when I'm, when I'm writing something, I go, okay, what is this? Uh, uh person's vocal abilities his range uh what does he sound best singing what's mm -hmm. the uh and i also look at the band that i'm in like when i joined autograph i knew they were more of a 
a straight rock band where House of Lords is a melodic rock band. Yep. Um, so not to say that autograph isn't melodic rock, because if you listen to our. No, uh, but it, I, I know what you're saying. It's, it's like an AOR melodic rock. There's like a, a subgenre of, of that style band. There's a certain thing about it. If you listen to that a lot, you know. Yeah. And, and if you. Yeah, it, exactly. It's it's that type of thing. But then if you listen to a track like uh, that, we that we just released the video, the lyric video we just released uh, two days ago, Take Me Higher. That is very much a, a very melodic uh um, I call it a mid-tempo ballad. Simon hates when I call it that. He doesn't call it a mid-tempo ballad, but that's what I call it anyway. But um, you know, it's you know, it it speaks volumes uh, in so many ways. So it's good to write for different singers. Like you know, it's so weird. I uh, I got a message from James Christian yesterday, uh, and he said to me, you know, uh, when we did this last record, uh, I was we we got a little bit of a late start and uh i wanted you know it was it, we were kind of rushing to get everything together but it came out ended up coming out great he says but i want to get a, a real head start so i've already sent him 21 tracks that i've written that are geared for house of lords i sent them this morning you know uh awesome. you know because i write so many songs but just to get that much of a jump on the on the next. I feel like I should schedule our next interview, so we're ready for you the next one. I feel like yeah, yeah, just get in for twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah, you better get this guy now. <laughs> well, the way you are, it's like I have to catch you there. I I'll see you at uh, you know, or I'll catch you down the hungry tiger doing um, your your deep purple. I love deep purple, so I love your I love your you know, beyond purple band. You know, yeah, all yeah, your I haven't you played there in uh, quite a while. That was a well, Beyond Purple got signed with a uh, uh, a big agency that handles trip, you know, a lot of tribute acts. Wasn't that long so ago? I they, saw you there a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, it was. It, well, it was. It was a, a bit ago. It was definitely last uh, had to be over a year ago because we uh, we signed with them and and now we're restricted uh, to playing like certain local things unless. Unless, I mean, we could play there, but the money went up a lot for the band uh, yeah. because because uh, they're putting us in theaters and uh, okay. and 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 uh, casinos and stuff like that. So, um, I mean, it's it's very understandable. We couldn't go play uh, uh, a place like the Tiger for a certain amount of uh, money, but then wow. get a, a, you know, triple that or, you know, even more than that over at uh, a, a casino or a, or a theater. Right. They they would they, that wouldn't fly, you know. It wouldn't be uh, wouldn't be right. Fair. So you know, but it's a good band though. I mean, you, you guys at Daryl's house, right? Daryl's house. That that was the thing. Yeah, no, that's a great place at Daryl's. Uh, that's a whole different yeah. type of thing, you know. That's I mean, very cool. That, that thing. I mean, people go on go on Jimmy's website. He's a lot a lot of projects. That's what I'm saying, pretty much. Now, yeah. with, with House with House of Lords, are you you you've done this? This is your ninth album for them. I'm yeah, correct. this is my ninth okay. album with them. What about songwriting? Crazy. Has it changed over the years? It is. How's the songwriting? Because you do some songwriting more. Because like in the autograph one, your hands are all over this other one. So that's why I'm kind of seeing well, the I've done, I, I actually, I actually did less writing on this last House of Lords record because, uh, uh, because I ended up getting a late start on it. And, and plus James was, you know, uh was had started working with uh, mark mangold the keyboard player uh and and mark was submitting some uh really cool ideas 
uh, that were a little bit different from uh, what we were, uh, what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, look at the old early days of House of Lords. It was a lot of keyboards from Greg Jafria. Um, and then when I came in, it became, it still had all the keyboards, but the guitars were elevated more like the, the heavy yeah. riffs and yeah. all that stuff, but it, they were still a melodic rock song. So now what we did with this record is we just kind of went, uh, tried to go back to some of the old sound uh, with uh, a lot more keyboards involved. And, uh, but I played all, you know, I played all over the whole record. I think there's a, oh, yeah. there might be a, a track or two that I didn't play on, but I, you know, I'm all over the whole thing. Well, I mean, as far as songwriting credits and stuff, just looking at the songwriting credits as far as, you know, how much yeah. you've got on the songs. And it's not about anything else. It's just trying to figure out your input, what the songs are, what they sound like. And, and obviously, because two different types of music. And it was funny. Uh, you know, what's funny is that the, uh, the tracks, um, like the track Roll Like Thunder, that they, uh, that, that's, that's uh, an unbelievable track. That was, uh, you know, every House of Lords record that I write. Uh, well, look, I just sent James 21 songs uh, over the past <laughs> two nights. Uh, I mean, every House of Lords record that I've ever written was as always, uh, I always submitted about uh, 14 to 16 songs. And, you know, they would pick, uh, you know, 10 and then uh, maybe have a, a different artist have uh, submit one song on. And um, so basically there was always a lot of leftover tracks. Uh, right. So I, I would always have to remind James and say, hey, look, you got to you got to go go back and listen to this. This is you know, this is a really good song. So that's what he did um, on a lot of these tracks that are on this record. He went back and and revisited stuff that I had already written. Yeah. And uh, and there's still so much more, just so much well, more. Uh, so so many more other songs. It's crazy. What do you, when you, when you, well, that makes you think two things. A, we, how do you write so many darn songs? for inspiration and like when you when you say you write a song sometimes some people be like it's a riff they'll have or a paragraph of lyrics or they have like when you're submitting a song i imagine you as prolific as you are you're actually outlining it with some you know sample drums or some drum things and some probably rough based outside like a, literally formatted a song that's well I'll, I'll the idea is kind of laid I, out i'm right yeah I'll, sh- I'll i'll kind of show you i have let me yeah. let me see if i can turn this i just finish doing uh something here this is kind of what my i don't know if you could see that my grids yeah, we'll see, see i have yeah. a drum template uh so yeah. my i i just use a straight um uh, uh a straight drum template oh i don't want that i don't even know what the heck that is uh but boy i just hit something and i didn't even know what that is something came up octave keyboard i didn't even know i had a keyboard in here i'm gonna That's have to in look into song. this now that might be your next song um, yeah I, I, I didn't even know I could play keyboards in here. Um, I, I'm so new at this uh, recording studio. See, for all the House of Lords records, I always went to BJ's house. He's right around uh, the corner from me. What do you What do you use it? What are you using for a thing? Uh, I'm using Persona Studio One. Um, yeah. When I first uh, had to get into this, because of all the uh, you know the House of Lords, and there's another project coming out on Frontiers uh, that um, that I'm involved with. That actually came about before the autograph thing. They were talking to me about that. That's how the whole thing with autograph came into play. So I knew between House of Lords, that project, autograph, and then, you know, I'm constantly getting asked to play, uh, you know, guest solos on some things. I knew I had to just finally just get my own studio and not be afraid of the learning curve because the learning curve 
uh, with this stuff uh, is my biggest problem. I tried Pro Tools right off the bat because that's what BJ uses. And um, that was a way that was would have taken a lot longer for me to get going. It's more complicated program. Yeah. Um, this is this I adapted to very quickly and it's been nonstop ever since. And but, uh, you know, what what it comes down to is basically a wave file is a wave file. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, when you're sending out stems, it's, you know, as long as everything right. lines up to zero, it'll go into any, you know, any one of the uh, recording programs. Yeah. Well, that's because everyone's switching. That's why I was asking, because a lot of people, Pro Tools have switched. There's another one out there. And then people are doing a couple. And then now more people are trying a lot of other recording things now that they've been home during COVID. That's why I always like to know what someone's using, because there's so much more going on now. You know, it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, exclusive it's just Pro Tools. A- yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot. I mean, even I know a buddy of mine who's a, you know, uh, uh, that's uh, who was the bass player in Quiet Riot in House of Lord. He he uh, he still he uses GarageBand still for a lot of stuff, and he gets amazing, amazing sounds out of that thing. It's like so, uh, like I said, I'll use it too. Day, I, have other, I have other higher end stuff, and I will actually go back to GarageBand just because it's easier and more intuitive to just put your idea down. Yeah, it's like. I believe me, I would love to have really dabbled into uh, Pro Tools and really uh, stick with it. But I was on a uh, I was on a crunch for time to get yeah. some things. And so um, I had a buddy uh, uh, that I was going over to his house and recording stuff, um, you know, at, at first. And he had this program and he knew it like like the back of his hand. And he showed me literally how. Uh, how much easier it was than Pro right. Tools. So I had, you know, and then a- anytime I get in a bind, he comes, you know, he comes right over and uh, he'll show me something. So it, it just, it's better to have this, you know? That's cool. It's cool. So actually, what's really interesting is, um, <laughs> I didn't realize this when I was thinking about it. So unfortunately, Randy passed, and uh, which is horribly sad. But then some people were like, autograph, now there's no original members in the band. Yeah, and back in the day, but but here's the thing. This is actually I'm gonna say a positive note. You know, back in the day for us, once we would be like in the bands, you know, this guy's out with the band or the singer left. Back when things was first happening, it's not the band anymore. It's not the band anymore. World's kind of changed in the past five or ten years. It's like with the band. Oh, yeah. So so a I'm gonna say one thing. A a a band on some level, when you see bands fight and they split and they fight. It's a brand name that gets you a higher into a better position to be seen. This yeah. album for autograph, you know, luckily Randy final work was in it. It's great. But this, the position of the name of the band allows you guys to get a, a certain level of, of out there where it may not, this great album wouldn't be heard because of that. But what's even funnier is if you think about it now, another Connecticut native is in another band, Quiet Riot, Alex, that also at this point yeah. didn't have the original until, you know, the bass player came, until Rudy came back. So it's just, like it's like, we just we, played together. And you got to right. understand, though, uh, we just we just played together. Uh, we, I, I, matter of fact, I've done a few shows with him. Um a lot of people don't realize that Rudy is not the original bass player. Right, actually, right. Rudy I mean, I know that, is the more recognized the one... person because of right. the video. Right. You know, actually, Chuck Wright, the guy that um, that uh, Rudy replaced, they brought Rudy back in because he was more recognizable. But Chuck Wright was in Quiet Riot before Rudy. I mean, he was there at the one of the beginnings. So, uh, uh, so it, it's just kind of strange, you know that. Uh, that it's like that, but you know the band's doing great. They that's sound fantastic. awesome. I mean, you, look at Foreigner. 
I mean, you can't, you know, I'm not comparing autograph to foreigner by any means, but I mean, foreigner doesn't have one original member at all. Mick Jones doesn't even come out anymore. So just, he shows uh, up once in a while, right? I think he shows up once in a while and high fives somebody. Yeah, he, he just, but he doesn't anymore. Now he, right. he doesn't. Oh, Leonard wow. Skinner, no original members. You know, it's like uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of bands. You know, um, it's like this. There's some there's two different types of fans uh, that I always say. There are the fans that won't accept anything else. Uh, look at uh, they they even gave autograph a hard time when when uh when they got Simon into band 10 years ago Simon was been in the band longer than the original band whatever was together right. so <laughs> si yeah so I mean Simon's been in for a decade uh but originally there were three original members you know uh, uh Kenny Kenny Richards uh, Randy and Steve Lynch but uh uh you know Kenny passed away uh you know Steve quit in 2019 yep. washed his hands of the band and then uh uh and then randy passed away uh you know there's some people that won't that don't want to uh you know accept anything except original people but then there's the, the other fans that just really want to support and hear the music and hear some of the stuff but also want to watch the band grow and progress right. which is what uh, autograph did right from uh, before i joined they had done another full-length album and an ep and uh, it, it just works out great. You know, it, it shows that a band can grow. Most of these guys, uh, a lot of them don't even put out records anymore. Uh, like, you know, the guys at Foreigner, they, they don't even need to because they have so many hits. But, you know, uh, they, they're all incredible musicians. They could put out a brand new record. Uh, there's, there's just a lot of guys that aren't doing that. You know, Autograph is, has really uh, developed worked hard on 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 all these songs and uh has put put out new records which is right. uh which is really important not not to not just to us but to the fans well it's people a business on some level you know like if, if businesses are going to grow people are going to change in there it's not like it's become something different they didn't take the name and you didn't become like a grunge band or something else you know it evolved into a certain situation you know and, and i'll say yeah and i'll even go back yeah quite right same thing it's a good lineup. It stays to who it is. I mean, actually, I bumped into you last time. I think I saw you. We were at the Quiet Ride show at, uh, at the casinos when I bumped into you last. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a good show. I mean, they honor the band. You guys honor it. Um, and Simon's a fantastic singer. If you could have somebody come in and take over vocals. Um, he, yeah, Simon's. So good. Simon is amazing. I got. And I he's an entertainer, like, too. You know? Yeah, he has. He's, he's a great. He's a. I got to tell you, he's, uh, he's quite an. Uh, an amazing musician all around. I never realized how, what a good guitar, like I've only, when I joined the band, Simon was just playing rhythm guitar, you know, a uh, couple little lead things, but the guy could really play. He's, he's an amazing acoustic player. Um, and uh, plays acoustic guitar way better than I could way, way, way better. He's, he's like a, a, a really good acoustic player, but he's, he's great on keyboards. It's like, it's like Simon. It's a triple threat, I, you know, huh? I didn't know you played keyboards. You know, it's like, yeah, all these guys have all these hidden, uh, hidden talents. Talents. Like when I joined the band, I didn't even know that Mark, our drummer, was such a good producer. He produced the whole album. That's what he does for a living. He does stuff for Warner Brothers and everything. You know, he's he's always on projects. So I had no idea that you know they had that much talent. Well, that's good. And, and, and like I said, the vehicle of of autograph wouldn't allow all these people. 
separately, including yourself, to be heard, but collectively. But you guys do yeah. do the old stuff. But you guys do an honor the old stuff the same. It still sounds, you know, just as good, even a little bit better because yeah. it's louder. Yeah, it's, you know, listen, we like playing. Uh, there's some of the old tracks we we absolutely love. Uh, and uh, we we do our best to honor them. You know, it was, uh, uh, and uh, all the people dig it. It's, uh, you know, you got to move on, man. You can't just stay, you know, uh, stay. It, you, if you don't progress, you, you know, you just get stale. It, it, you got to keep going forward. When I, I came in, when Randy, when Randy asked me into the band, I, I made it really clear right off the bat that I was a songwriter and that I wanted to write with this band. And I said, well, I said, I don't mind coming in and playing, uh, you know, look, I mean, look at, they gave me the freedom to do whatever I wanted solo wise and everything. I mean, there was, mm -hmm. there's a hundred, there's a thousand people they could have gotten it. Yeah. would play, turn up the radio note for note or anything. You know, I'm just not that guy, you know, I'm, uh, you know, that was the only solo that they asked me to do. Uh, and, um, I already knew it anyway. So, I had no problem doing that. As far as any of the other old songs, they gave me total freedom to do whatever I want. There's a couple of them that I'll that I uh, that I do like loud and clear, and uh, I'll take uh, some certain elements from other things. But most of the time, I'm just ripping my own solos and doing that. And the thing about when I joined is that I I really wanted to bring what I could bring into the band. You know, as a writer, you know, let's let's do a new album. You know, let's do it. So it's, it's they were good. all about that, it. It's so good. Um, actually, I'm looking at the pictures of some of the songs. I mean, it's chock full of the long, it's long. When's actually it's coming out soon, right? It's like, it should be out, I think, with, uh, lost it, this month coming up? A couple, really soon. What's the date the album? That? Yeah, what's the 18th. date in that? 18th. 18th. I got the promo uh, stuff in front of me. I don't have the date in front of me. The, the the melodies and the, the the guitars and it's like every track just feels like it's like a, almost like it's like a greatest hits album because it's so like everything's just so catchy and fun and it's just such a it goes fast because oh, you know thanks. you, 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 you can do an album you know what I'm saying and it can be like a good album like that we say it's like eight good songs or thirty minutes you know what I mean you don't have to do long but this album like it goes through and you got way more than that but you're like holy wow that feels like a fast almost like an hour like it just goes through and that's what you yeah. want. You know, well, you know, um, I'm glad you like it because honestly, uh, every interview that I've done, and it, it, I guess this is a good thing because every one that I and Simon's done tons of them uh, interviews, um, everybody said the same thing about the record. They go, uh, I'll never forget the very first one, uh, and I thought it was a fluke thing because nobody ever said this to me. He said, uh, "You guys should be playing every single song on this record in your set." He said, "This th there's not a there's not a filler on this whole record," and I was like, "Wow, you know." But then, then every interview I've done after that is all said the same thing, and then they all and then people uh, then they say, "And these are these are my particular favorites." So, did you have a chance to listen to see what any of your particular favorites are yet? I mean, or have you picked them yet? I'm looking down. I, I probably I don't. I do. I um, feel so good. Uh, to be together. Yeah, I love that. Slave tonight. I play a lot. I, I honestly, what I do with this album is I just play it the whole way through. I actually don't pick a song. Yeah, I, that's probably what the best thing about it is. I mean, it'll stand out at me right now. But I'm the kind of person you ask me in two days, I'll have a different favorite song. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. the kind of guy who like like with you, like Deep Purple and Yes. I like all the versions of Deep Purple. Mach one, Mach two. I like all the versions of Yes. I want. I like the different numbers. I don't 
I wanted to mix up it's, it's such beautiful things. And this this album has so much so many different ingredients into it that you haven't heard yet. And and you can hear these live and you're gonna be into them right away where you're not like, I don't know what they're doing. This isn't some you know impromptu jazz thing where you have to be into it. These songs, you know them, you feel like you you know, they're catchy, but they're exciting because the guitar work, it's you know, it's the guitar work's challenging without being boring to to, to the, the yeah, average it, listener. Well, here's the thing too, uh um I don't know if we if I mentioned this in, in any of our past interviews, but um, I'm not a fan of instrumentals like I don't like, you know, I appreciate them like I love, you know, I think all the guitar players like Ingve, Steve, I, all those guys um, are, are absolutely amazing players. But I'm not I'm just not into that stuff. You know, I like songs with vocals and that's where I'm at. And I'm not into like these long uh, over indulgent guitar solos it's not what i'm into i i like having the vocals and a guitar solo that's like 30 seconds uh at, you know at the most 30 40 seconds and i'm out and it's back to the course you know because that's what's important in a song you know and, and my guitar player friends laugh at me when i say that they can't even believe i say that and i go yeah i mean honestly the solo is the least important thing in the song and they can't even believe i'm saying that but it really, it really is it's a, it's about it's about the hook, the vocal well, that's hook. That's the songwriter. You serve. That's I always said. I mean, you serve the song. You serve the song. And if you yeah, I mean, look at out for your own instrument. You're not serving it. I mean, look at you're a guitar player. You're going to appreciate the guitar solos. A guitar so uh, another musician will appreciate the musicianship. The average listener who is just your average person that goes to work, uh, um, at a, a regular job every day that doesn't really know about music is not going to really give a damn about how good the guitar solo is. They're going to, if they hear something pretty flashy, they'll go, Oh, that's really cool. Right. But they're not going to understand the technical part of it, what went into it or anything, but they're going to, they're going to relate to the course and the vocal lines of the song. That's, that's what it's about. It is to, to me, me. That's what it's about. I, I, used to, I was younger, I used to sing and, and like I started playing guitar later on, it's like, like a song because I could I could actually do the, the music to what I wanted to the song so I start learning guitar to whatever but to me when I listen to music and not by saying I'm great by any means but like how I listen to it I hear a song and I'm like could have really kind of edited yourself there not you but I'm saying that song didn't need this part or you know does it serve the song does the track listing in the album that's another thing this is a really good track listing the way it plays together sometimes you can ruin some good songs I have this, this yeah. weird jerky jerky song listing where you're like rocking out rocking out and you're like this weird halt in the music and then you're back to it again you're like maybe that could have gone towards the end or you could have you know what i mean yeah it all has to work to the music along like i said the guitar solo you can have a good guitar solo a second one sometimes a second one can come in at the end over something else kind of sneak it in there gotta work with the song though you know? yeah it's it's you know i i've learned a lot in songwriting uh, ever since from the very you know very grateful for uh, my time in House of Lords. I mean, I've always written songs. I mean, even back in the Joint Forces day, oh, yeah. um, uh, you know, I've always written a lot of songs. So um, I was grateful to be in, in that type of a situation in an original band uh, way back then where, you know, I was writing even that early in my life, you know. So that's always been, I mean, look at when I, when Joint Forces finally came to an end sometime and you know after all these other things like when the 90s were around yeah. 
And I, I had to go back to playing cover songs in a cover band again. I literally, when, when I, when I started doing it, I was in such a depressed state of mind that I thought my life was over. And I said, I can't believe that my musical career is over and I'm having to go back to playing original cover songs. Now I, I wasn't, it took me quite a while to accept the fact and, and just have some fun and just, you know, look at it as, oh, at least I'm keeping my chops up and yep. playing out in front of people, you know, letting people, you know, because if I just disappeared, uh, you know, you know, people would be going, hey, do you remember Jimmy Bell? I remember him back. In, you know, it's like so instead this way you're you're keeping yourself in the, you know, and that was part of the point that people know people, that you're sure. still kicking ass, you know. You know? And actually, the people don't know. And that's where the, the Glendale Jimmy from. And Jimmy was in Joint Forces, and they were a pretty big Connecticut tri-state area band. I don't know how far out I can remember. It's like 30 years ago now or something, so my mind is much. Yeah. <laughs> but you were – everyone knew knew who you were, especially back then. You're, that band was, you know, was the bomb. And you it were, was, like, on the cusp. You guys were on the cusp of it, too, you know. It was, it was interesting because, uh, you know, back then – they didn't even the the term shredding on guitar and stuff like that wasn't even really known. It's like I had developed this style of playing uh, back then of, uh, you know, pretty, you know, like fast alternate picking stuff before, before even people heard of Ingve because I was listening to Al DiMiola and, and Richie Blackmore and uh, you know, and Johnny Winter was my first guitar player. And he did a lot of, even though he was a blues player, he had a lot of whipping guitar riffs. Uh, so, you know, I, I threw together this style between these three guitar players and then added some, you know, started listening to Michael Shanker and then, of course, Eddie with the tapping. And so there was I, I had this early uh, these early arsenals, uh, you know, <laughs> these people in our, you know, radar that were absolutely incredible. Alvin Lee from 10 years after, you know, I so I, I took a, a lot of that and, and just created this crazy style right. and, it, and it people really didn't know that on. they didn't they didn't and people people didn't know all these other references back then they were the musos no. weren't the same so hearing you do it i remember they're like what is he doing where's this coming from it's like another planet <laughs> like he, that was that was why he was like jimmy bell because you had these this whole different um guitar language you, yeah it was, people it was, were not hearing on a local scene like that it was totally different yeah it was it was different i i uh i even in, in, influenced a lot of guitar players like uh even my buddy who's uh who got more famous than me with Chris and Pelletieri, you know, he was from Connecticut and he uh he ended up uh when he saw me play, he flipped out and then he, he changed his whole style of playing just because he wanted to uh play that 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 shred style of playing. Well, you know? I didn't know he was I didn't know he was from Connecticut. I just talked to him. I didn't know he was from Connecticut. Oh yeah. Yeah, he used to come see me play all the time. Him, uh Tony McAlpine's from Mass. He, Tony used to come and watch me play in uh in Enfield up at Shaker Park when that place was open. Oh, wow. um, yeah, Tony sat there with a tape recorder and was recording oh, that. I'll never forget it. But, That's um, awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, Chris is, uh, Chris is a great guy. Uh, I've known him all my leader. life. We, we we hung out a lot together, me and Chris. He had some good laughs, too, on the interview. With some real laughs. He was a funny, good, funny dude. Yeah, really laid back. Yeah, dude. Chris had a – I went up to a gig – I went up to a gig with, uh, he was in the band Vice and I went up to a New York show and, and just hung out, you know, we were all playing and Chris had a red Corvette. And when he was getting ready to leave the hotel room, this is, before, you know, way before safety features, you know, uh, 
Chris had shut the door with the car running and locked his keys in the car. So he couldn't get it open. We're, <laughs> and, uh, you know, the police came and we we're trying to get the, you know, with the lock thing, the car's running and everything. And then Chris was just, just about to, he had a crowbar and he was just about to smash the window oh. just to get into the car. And I, I said, hold on, don't do that. I go, so I took the crowbar and I, I got behind the window a little bit and I bent it out as much as I could just for him to get his arm through the, the window and open the car door. And, and he, we got into the car. He was so grateful. I'll never forget that. It was funny, 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 man. <laughs> that was crazy. And, and you actually take it to another level. You think about two really great guitar players doing something with their hands by doors and glass together. <laughs> <laughs> that could really change the world for everybody. You guys hurt your hands, uh, I, right? I busted this hand. This is my, my fretboard hand. I, I popped the knuckle down on this hand. I was in a half cast. Uh, right here. And even when I was in a half cast for uh, about two months, I was practicing with two fingers because I had these two fingers exposed. But after uh, that cast came off, um, you know, I was practicing as much as possible, but I wanted to practice all the time. That's when I developed the shred neck. Okay. That's when I, I came up with the thing for, uh, you know, just practicing in my car, uh, running my fingers on, on real strings and keeping my calluses strong. So that's when that whole thing came about. And that's actually also for people that don't know, also on his website. And he sells those. Those are awesome. You have a whole lot of that stuff, too. Now, you've been just, you expanded on that quite a bit. Yeah, there's a, there's a many travel guitars, many, I mean, that you can actually play, basses. Uh, Billy Sheehan has a little shred neck model now. Yeah, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. It's very cool. That's crazy. That's awesome. I, Billy has one, too. That's really funny. Yeah, it was a Billy Sheehan shred, uh, shred neck bass model now. I know that. I would have... Talk to him about that when I talked to him the other day. Um, that's fantastic. So, people check out the page. I mean, I'm not, I can go on to the album, break it down, but the truth is, we just talk like I'm shining you on because it's a really good album. It's, it's, Thank it's you. so good. People just need to just check it out. I mean, and you know, I was saying earlier, you know, I'm not going to BS Jimmy about, about his music, uh, but this is probably like <laughs> overall, like, it's like one of your most solid albums. Though, it really, because it's a songwriting and guitar album. And listen, Simon is just so fantastic, and the melodies and the rest of the band, you know, and, 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 um, Mark and drums, like the whole thing is, it's just a solid album, you know, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I'm very, very happy that, uh, Randy, um, played on the whole, got to play on the whole record and, and uh, actually Randy had turned in the record. Randy, uh, sent it to the, the label, uh, and with all the artwork and everything, uh, you know, a couple of weeks prior to his passing, which is, uh, you know, and he put his heart and soul into this record, played like incredible on it. So, you know, somebody said to me, I wonder if Randy, if, you know, if Randy kind of had in his head that something might, this might be his last record or something, you know, something as weird as that. I mean, you never know, but he, let's just put it this way. He played uh, better on this record than I've ever heard him play on anything. So it's a great tribute to him. Yep. What we had to do was uh, get uh, extra artwork put in. We managed to do that, even though it was already turned in. We able to get a, a special dedication page for him, and we it's honor important. him every show. Yeah, which is good. I mean, it's and it's good, and it's. I think it's good that autograph continues on too. I think it's important that the band stays on. I mean, the the, oh, yeah. the original the original death of the other guy in the band. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. It was like some kind of weird murder thing, and then like Steve's retired, great great legend, and and and, and you know the singers off to another thing. So it, it's nice, and then unfortunately Randy, that the band can can still keep going. You know. It's important. Yeah. Know? I mean, look at, I mean, it, it's, 
Simon, like I said, Simon and Mark, Mark's been in for nine. Simon's been in for 10 years now. Regardless of anything, like I said, that's longer than the original lineup even lasted. He's been the front man, the focal point of that band. People recognize Simon as the, as the, uh, the vocals of that band and the, the writer, you know, he's, he writes great songs and he's, uh, you know, he's just extremely talented man. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. I think it, the, the way that we interact together as a band, we're, we're not just, you know, friend. we're like family. We, we get along like incredible. And we're very grateful that Steve Unger from metal church has come in. He's doing a great job and uh, his vocals are strong. He plays solid like Randy did. Yeah. Uh, so it, it just, it, it was just uh, a miracle that, you know, those things worked out like that. And, it, and visually, it's always been good visually to have you play left hand guitar on a stage because it looks great. Having it yep. off like the devil horns is it's it's definitely more of a visual thing too to go. Yeah. On, you know, it's 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 good. I mean, so I've got people check, of course check out you know House of Lords. All the albums you've, you've done are great, and 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 House you. of Lords are are also good too. But obviously they, they feature much more guitar, which is really what I enjoyed. The, the A game got me back in House of Lords. I always enjoyed the music. Always felt it needed something. You becoming a member and you bringing in your guitar game. Is really the albums I, I, you know, I go to. Another great Thank House of Lords Brian. album. You're welcome. But this, to me, is celebrating this is just a little bit different because this is a little bit different than what you've been doing, and it's getting it's like taking all your skills. You know, you're 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 kind of in one spot now. You know. Yeah. It's thanks, great, man. Thanks. It's a, it's a good resume piece. That's what it is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going to direct you over to your page and check out your stuff. Of course, Frontiers has all your stuff on there and you're probably going to be in other projects. And of course, you're always back. I'll probably bump, yeah. bump into you. Visit me on shit. Facebook. I I have an open page. You can visit me and yell at me and do whatever you want. Uh, uh, of course, my website is uh, jimmybell.com and uh, mm-hmm. autographs page though is autographband.net. So not to be confused. So that page is autographband.net. I'll put the links underneath the show for everybody just to click on it, all these links. Underneath the podcast okay. and underneath the uh, YouTube channel, it's easy for everybody. Okay. All right. Good. Thanks, Thank man. you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Right.